Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. If you would like to support our podcast and get early access to new episodes and boners content, you can find us at patreon.com slash the T podcast. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the T Chicago. Grab your cheese, shame your knees, eat your peas. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. It's the tea. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to the tea. ASMR edition. We are recording from laptops at our house. There's <laughs> no promises that any of this is actually going to ha- get recorded. We have been trying to set this up for 45 minutes. Truly, nothing makes me feel like more of a fucking idiot than <laughs> like, to talk into a microphone and then five people going, I can hear you, but you can't hear me. We did that for 40 minutes before we started today. So that was mm-hmm. super relaxing. Yeah. How's your uh, quarantine been? Oh, wait. I. I'm T-Rex. Who are you? <laughs> I am Lucky Stiff, and all of our normal routines are just out the window. Done. Shot. Yeah. No, it's it's been extremely crazy and surreal. I'm sure everybody's feeling the same way, but also, like, I'm, I'm just, like, for the first three days, I felt like I was floating and didn't know what the fuck was happening. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm in some kind of equilibrium, even though it is still, like, strange and dystopian. Yeah, I'm kind of like finding my flow, even if that is just like every time I walk by anything in my apartment, I just start cleaning it aggressively because I'm like, oh, I've wiped down all my doorknobs like three times daily. Oh, like the calls are coming from inside the house, like Corona's inside. (laughs) And if I don't just bleach everything that my Uh mom touches six times a day, then it's going to come kill me. That is truly what I believe. So, so we're doing well. Yeah. Shall we jump in? Yes, let's. All right. We are joined uh, by the co-host of uh, Sloppy Seconds. It is Meatball's <laughs> 300th time with us, and uh, it is Big Dipper's first time with us. Welcome, Divas. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, my, oh God. my God. We're so excited. This has been a long time coming. Uh, what has yes. y'all's quarantine been like? Because I know, Dipper, you're you're still producing... Uh, well, how many podcasts do you produce? Your own and then uh, Race Chaser? Uh, yeah, Race Chaser, and we do two episodes a week. So Race Chaser on Wednesday, Hot Goss on Friday. And then me. I would say me and Meatball and our producer, Anna, collectively uh, produce Sloppy Seconds. Though it's a lot of me frantically texting Meatball to do something and him screaming at me for a <laughs> Yes, but I always do it eventually. Eventually he does. He is very responsible eventually. That sounds like me and Trey's relationship at all times. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty normal relationship. Yeah. 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 Um, It's been good. I've been trying to be as productive as possible, uh, which, you know, happens. What is that included? Just, I mean, you don't do any editing or anything. You're just the one coordinating everyone together, or what do you do? I do a lot of managing of <laughs> projects and things. There's a lot uh, going on. I think drag uh, queens is a full-time I, job. It is. <laughs> yeah, I stare at a big, long to-do list every day, and then I go like, hey, remember all that music I wrote six months ago and those music videos I already shot? When am I going to put those out? Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I was going to do all that and, like, parade all my new music out at all these pride gigs this summer but they have disappeared i was going to join you in milwaukee i know we were gonna open Ah! we put the whole thing together i didn't they told me not to tell you yet because they were still like getting things put in no i had i had signed something yeah exactly (laughs) and and then it was like two days later it's like oh yeah yeah so you everyone's poor and um (laughs) you're not doing your job anymore and we're like cool 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 cool, cool." Yeah. yeah Pride is um, indoors this year. Yeah, yeah, my quarantine's been fine, I think. I don't know. I I've I have cleaned everything, like y'all said, but I finally like organized my drag room to yes. the point where I feel like I'm I'm ready to take on new projects where I've been putting it off for so long. Yeah. Oh, honey, when things are organized, it just makes me want to put stuff back where it belongs. Oh, love it. No, it's my new obsession. I'm so clean and organized, and usually I'm just like, I'm tired, fuck this, and I 
like come home and throw everything but you know and the thing is when you're actively doing drag and you're putting it in a suitcase and you're taking it out of the house coming back yeah undoing it to put your face on and blah 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 i mean that really helps you not uh fuck shit up constantly like you know because like yeah. to, to pack up and unpack constantly is like the biggest it's the worst chaos maker yeah it's truly the worst i would sometimes just leave outfits yeah. in the bottom of a suitcase because oh, i was like completely. i didn't sweat in it and i know i'm gonna take it with me next time for like and then there years. would just be like a suitcase just sitting in my room just like open oh, for yeah. a week before i left again yeah it's like the silt at the bottom of the brita filter yeah don't talk about her like that <laughs> It's Sorry. Like when you like you know I haven't like actively tried to clean anything when you see me at a gig and I'm like open up my pantyhose and they're all still bunched together yeah. and <laughs> take four layers individually out and they've been sitting and they're just sweating marinating stank for four, for however long they've just been sitting in my dirty suitcase Mm-hmm. I just one can't. time I was in Atlanta and I was in the hottest dressing room of my life and I had just come from somewhere else and I remember opening my suitcase and my pads still being moist and cold <gasps> and, but the dressing room in this Atlanta place was so hot <laughs> that it was the only form of relief I had from the heat <laughs> <laughs> was like putting on damp pads it was amazing I washed uh, my pads like a month ago and I let them dry so I put them in the dryer and then I let them dry for a day but they're so dense that there was still moisture and it. it is impossible to dry fucking yeah. pads it takes days for some reason i left them in the sun like i did everything i go to drag matinee i put my outfit on i'm like what what is this honey and and it's just <laughs> trickling down my thighs and trey has to come and and use the steamer and and squish the water out of the bottom and then dry it while i'm like sitting like wet up against the stage it was really relaxing <laughs> that happened at a you go dip i was just gonna say when i think about that i just think about how much stress it would cause me to know that i owned so many tiny little things that could get like like when a drag bag explodes and you're like oh well this is the thing i put on my right eye and this is the one ring that i wear over here and like when i work with willem in alaska we'll be like fully into something and then willem will be like where's that charm I like to wear on my glasses? And you're like, how do you know about that? How do you remember that one of 30,000 accessories you own? Yeah, and God forbid I have like a bag of confetti break in my gig bag. (laughs) And then I just Uh, cry for days. I had a fucking glitter, a glitter, like one of the tiny microphones exploded in my makeup bag. And I was like, okay. Everything's ruined. Yeah. Just a touch of shiny one, for girl. a few months, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening. Um, all right, shall we jump in? Yes, yes, I, you, yes. You want to ask the first one, Lucky? Sure, sure. So, the uh, first few are kind of lightning round. I organized what I could, but listen, all bets are off with this fucking recording. It's so true. You know what? We're doing the best we can, and we love you very much. You get what you get. You get what you get. Um, this one is from Pete from Melbourne, Australia. Hi, what's up, Pete? Um, Meatball, would you go back to do an All-Stars Dragula if this happens? Ooh. Are you Good sure question. that's the first one? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> oh, it's not. Ignore that. Just do that one. Think about it. Do it. I'll think about it. Would you oh, do it? Answer it? Yeah. Would I do it? Um, I'd need to know. Well, here's the thing. I just, I'd need to know what we were, like what the challenges were. No, that's the part that's hey, 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 hey. Listen, the this, is, this is my question. I'll answer it how I want. No, I, uh, I think I would. I think it would be fun. I think it would be good to like get with my, hopefully some of my friends again and just like see what everyone could bring to the table. Here's the thing is the question is, would I be asked back? Because I don't do that type of, I've kind right. of just like done my own thing now where it's not like, it's not in the the vein of like ooky spooky. And I think that's their whole thing. So if I went in there and like a fucking looking like big bird, they'd be like, okay, please leave. No, you have to do that. Just make big bird like cry blood and you're fine. <laughs> do you know how many people that I have talked to that don't know that you were on season one? Do you know yeah. that? A There's so many people have no clue that I was even on Dragula. So I'll go to cities and they're like, why are, like, what, what was your thing? And I was like, oh, I was on Dragula season one and I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, we know you from the podcast. What is Dragula? <laughs> I was like, I guess what I don't talk about it enough. <laughs> I mean, I. No, I but I think that's real. You, you have like 
sort of you did that when you were on the show but let's be real you were never really oogie spooky on no, the show you no. put little you put balls on your your body and called yourself a witch girl you were, you were just <laughs> i was a candy time. witch <laughs> hansel and gretel i ate them home <laughs> I will defend that look because it is Don't. the one look that I spent money on. Don't. Ooh, how much? I think I spent $150 on that jacket. Oh my God, made. big money. Oh, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah that is big money. I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm right. with you. Next one. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is from Hannah from Connecticut. It says, uh, y'all like to talk a lot of shit to each other, uh, but what is a quality that you admire in each other? Love the pod. Yeah. Come oh, on. question. Find <laughs> redeemable quality in Meatball. I, I got it. I got it. I think Meatball is way smarter than he gives himself credit for um, or that yeah. he lets people know. Um, like even just watching the the Tiger King um, performance, uh, so the smart. digital drag show, there were so many layers to it. The fact that it was a Doja Cat song, so it was like a pop song, but then the layers, and then you ate the chick. Like it, it, what? Like I think there are a lot of people probably gonna do Tiger King songs and yeah. do the do those things on a live stream, and they're not gonna be as smart. And mm-hmm. you understand where you are and the kind of artist that you are. And I, I, I think a lot of times I think you're just going to be messy and fun. And then when you do something really well like that, I'm like, Oh yeah, I always forget like how good you are. But I love to be messy and fun. <laughs> yeah, also that. I think the big thing that I admire in Dipper is truly his work ethic and his organization and his ability to get people to like do things. Like I don't like rank. I feel like not ma- not manipulation, <laughs> baby. But like mind like Everybody, yeah. like you, make working seem like it's fun. So it's not a hard thing to do. Like it's fun to work with you. And a lot of people, I would be like, oh god, no. There's absolutely no way I would get, do any of this. But like for you, I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll answer the phone this time. Well, thank you, thank you. You're welcome, Diva. Aww. Oh. Lucky, yeah. lucky you relax me because I am going uh-huh. a, a mile a minute and you're a calming person and your voice is calming and I uh-huh. can never um, connect the thoughts in my brain and you relax me. So that's fine. That's I me. love that. Yeah. Oh my God. You take so much pressure off of me because you're so organized and you're on time all the time. And you also don't make me feel bad when I'm late. Even though you like make that one face that you make, and I know that it's bad and you're bugged by it, but also you just like don't say anything because you're like, I know. It's just nice. You're oh. kind, you're very forgiving, and I appreciate that about you. Oh, I'm gorgeous too. <laughs> yeah, you look gorgeous right now. What you all don't know is that T is painting for uh, digital oh matinee. Yeah. And it's like the most painted, yeah, is the most beautiful of all of us in this moment. Um, fun fact, I wanted to originally call Drag Matinette Drag Matin Internatinay. Drag Drag Matin Internatinay. Drag Matin Internatinay. And Trey said it was too Drag Matin Internatinay. And Trey said it was too complicated because I still doesn't roll off the tongue, but I thought it was so funny just because no one would understand it, but I don't know. I think that would be really funny to try to just like read that on a poster and just never say it out loud. Yeah, it's pretty hard. I think today's edition, you should call it that. Drag Matin Internet Drag Matin Internet Absolutely Drag Matin Internet It sounds like you're uh... Where did you come from Where did you go Oh my god <laughs> Have y'all seen that video Of those auctioneers And they like put the beats Behind them Oh, oh my no. god no. It's my I'll send it to you It's my favorite thing Yes please Cause they're just they're Also auctioneers Just like feel themselves In a real way And yeah. you can see it On their face While they're doing it Not that I watch A lot of videos Of auctioneers It's like I watch a lot of videos Of <laughs> sign language interpreters because when they get into it oh yeah and they're like dancing this is me doing sign language and i'm glad this video is not coming out oh no (laughs) i hope trey's not screen recording (laughs) this is me doing sign language yeah alert! it was not sign language it looks more like baby shark to me (laughs) really um Um, should we do the next one yeah see you dog 
Yeah, yeah. Um, this is Cooper from LA. If you had to cast a Tiger King themed drag show <laughs> slash musical, who is on the flyer? And also, do you think Carol did it? <laughs> Absolutely, ah! Carol did it. Oh, Carol, Carol, Carol King killed it. that man. Carol did it, and Carol has killed other people in her life. I'm 100 percent sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can see it in her eyes. I could just, I could. She's nuts. She definitely. She's taking calm. care of some problems. Does everyone <laughs> remember that this story about how she met her husband Don? She was upset alone crying walking down the street then she got oh, in the yeah. car with him and held a gun on him and then they hung out all night and i assume fucked and then they got married like you're telling me that person's not a murderer and apparently like, that's crazy i've been talking to other people and apparently because there's other podcasts about it too so yeah she had another guy that she was with in between yes. those mm-hmm. two she, he was like watch out for this bitch basically yes, yes. wow yeah. and there was like major internal domestic violence stuff yeah that podcast goes deep into that stuff too the podcast is very good yeah mm. Um, who would you cast in the musical, Meatball? Well, I've been doing a lot of casting in my mind. I guess... (laughs) (laughs) Casting illusions. I guess if it was a drag show, I think that Tinderoni's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Tinderoni and then Cat Sass as sure. Carol because that was amazing. (laughs) The murderous instinct. And it feels right. She's got... Sometimes she can give you that look, you know? Uh, Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think for the Tigers, I think Vicky Vox. <laughs> oh my God, Vicky would be such a good Vicky Vox would be a great singing tiger. <laughs> I like that you didn't cast yourself as the, as the tiger character. They, there's a lot of them. That's I think true. I would I would go more for maybe a lioness. Mm. Who would play Saf? Who's a good king to play Saf? Wait, which one's Saf? Saf is the, the one who got one. his arm bit off. Oh, I got Saf in the um when I took the BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> Did you really? Do you yeah. have all your appendages? Wait, I thought Saf was a lesbian. Uh-uh. Saf is transitioned. Yep. Oh. Ah. That oh. makes sense because when I listened to the podcast, got it. Mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. They didn't update his pronouns in the documentary, but mm-hmm. they filmed in that the podcast. Alone. They did. That's what yeah. It was. yeah. Yeah. Huh. Bum, ever- bum. He was running a gay. He was just having the best time there. I would have gone there. There's a lot of queer representation in that. The Honestly. And, uh, yeah. The docuseries of our time, really. Did yeah. you ever see a show that was on, I want to say, maybe A&E or, or one of those. It was called Small Town Security. Have you ever seen this? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So one of the, it's about the small town security, obviously. And they're just the most hillbilly, like, fucked up, like. <laughs> podunk messed up thing but one of the main security guards is a trans man and it's just like you don't find out till a little bit later and then just like watching the it's a wild show watch it it's super fucked up don't you also think it's wild that we also that in this moment when we need to keep ourselves indoors and like quote unquote cage ourselves we're all binge watching a thing about animals in captivity everything that i've been watching has been i'm like don't realize it when i pick it and then i start watching it and i'm like oh they're trapped oh they're under house arrest (laughs) i was like I really must need, I don't know. I thought I would want to watch like people running in open fields, but that has not been the case so far. No, I've watched like into the world movies. Like that's what <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause you need, you need a, like an example of how people are dealing with it. Even if it's like a fictional example. Yeah. I want to see John Cusack dealing with the worst version of life. <laughs> oh, I watched that. <laughs> 2012, baby, <laughs> taking oh, them airplanes God. up, down, wherever they could. Right. The, the long Bob John Cusack era. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, old people are dying. Cool. But there's not a tsunami attacking New York, is there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yet. Yet. Sorry, New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My sisters are there. Don't, please let there not be a tsunami. I don't want to manifest that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like Nico's playing some kind of hillbilly in the background or something. Um, Which is the one with no teeth? Oh, John. John. John, Did you see his right. new teeth? Did you see his yeah, new teeth? He has new teeth. He's got too many teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. How do you go from none to too of... many? <laughs> he went from one extreme to the other. Oh my god. Yeah. Who's who's like a porn star who always pretends to be straight, like straight, like gay for pay porn star? That would be a person to cast as John. 
Well, no Sorry, we all got lost there for a minute in our brains. <laughs> I don't really know. Listen, it's a hard show to cast. Uh... Free Pornhub. <laughs> Are you casting yourself at all, Meat? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I guess I'd be one of the gorillas. <laughs> no gorilla. Mainly because... Stop. Yeah, he had monkeys! He did. <laughs> Did he? he had monkeys. Yeah, he yeah, had full, the, he had a ton of animals. He like he would like walk them around and stuff. There was one or a couple of shots where they were like in diapers. Oh, well, you're right. You're right. You're right. And oh, that yeah. sounds like me, like dream life tits out and a diaper on. Diaper Come monkey. On. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, are you the next one, right? Mm, it's you. Oh wow. Okay. Um, all right. This These is all musical questions. Do you know? Oh, this is from Sophie from Normal. Uh, do you know Wicked? Who's your personal favorite actor that has played Elphaba? Oh, I guess everyone stands Shoshana Bean. I don't know. I, you know, I'm an Idina Menzel purist because she's on that album, and that album is like what got me into Wicked. Mm hmm. Like is I knew like every song on it before. Album is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, to Wicked. Well, before I went to Wicked to see it. Uh, yeah. Did you know the thing that like she wasn't supposed to do that riff? Yeah, she wasn't supposed to riff. They told her not to, and she dropped it. She dropped it in on Final Dress. Do you know this? Me? No, I didn't know this. She was like, I'm going to do this riff. They're like, no, you can't do the riff. And then she <laughs> does it and, and makes it iconic. And now everyone has to copy her. Mm-hmm. That's why she is an icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why she okay. is in the moment. She is the moment. <laughs> she is the moment. I went to see Wicked for the first time this past, or in 2019. I was visiting mm-hmm. my parents in New Mexico. We went to, like, the national tour. I have no idea if it was equity or non-equity. I assume it's an equity tour. Mm-hmm. It was, it like, a high-quality so. tour, but it was, like, you know, on the college campus. And I was like, this is so funny that I'm seeing Wicked 20 years after or like whenever. And I realized that I knew it like front to back because I went yeah. to theater school and in college, yep. every musical theater person like saying it, I never like learned it or listened to it, but somehow when watching the show, I was like, Oh, I know every single song. No one mourns yeah. the Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it got to the big riff moment, you know, she did it her own way. And I, I like, I don't know what it was. It was something like slightly different. And you're just like, nah, do it the right way. Like, do it yeah. the way that she did it. <laughs> she, yeah. she popularized it. That's yeah. so incredible. There's some YouTube yeah. video of like the international alphabets and all the different riffs. And they're like rating, they're rating them each time. I've watched that numerous times. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Meatball, have you, did you email that person? No, but I will. Okay, we we. I have an insider source from the cast of Wicked who has a video of the actual play for. Ah. Oh, deep, so, deep. It's a deep, deep. state internet link. <laughs> Dark um, web. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this next one's from Nathan from Chicago, hometown. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about Chicago, Dipper? Can you talk more about your life when you lived here? Thanks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it feels so expected, but least favorite is fucking winter. It just sucks. It's It's so so cold. (laughs) It's so bad. Um, When I lived in Chicago, I lived in Andersonville in like three different places. You lived in Kim's old place or you lived there before Kim, right? I lived there before Shay moved in. Oh, okay, wow. and then because Shay moved, moved in into that building, yeah, across, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, across the hall from it, yeah, yes. So that's where I lived, and then um, I also lived down on Argyle, right by Sofo Tap, and then I also lived. Um, then I also Wait, lived. Me, do, me, me you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. she logged off for a second. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. My phone uh, was about to die, so I had to plug it in. Where else? Um, I lived. Uh, I uh, also lived behind Touche in the basement of oh, a house. Wow! Um, with two uh, two lesbians, and they were raising a young child. And uh, when I moved in, they said, "We're getting a divorce, but we're not telling the kid." 
and um, we're just going to like move around at night and he won't know that we're not sleeping here. And it'll be fun because we'll distract him with you living in the basement. So I got like okay, really dis- <laughs> I got really discounted rent and I would like occasionally pick him up from school or like play catch with him. And they were like, wow, he's interacting with an adult male. We love that. I was like, y'all are so <laughs> twisted. I lived there for like six months. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. It was very wild, but they were like never home and they would always go out of town over the weekend. So I had this like huge house to myself, which was very wow. Cool. Yeah. And I used to bike everywhere and like, you know, bike and along the lake. Still fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I loved, I mean, I loved living in Chicago and I'm from Evanston. So like that whole vibe is very much what I'm used to. Yeah, I lived in Evans. That's where I moved from when I got here from California because I went to Northwestern. Oh. Yeah, I know. I don't even know when I met you, Dipper, but you were making music and it was probably at least like seven years ago. Yeah, that's about right. Like 20, even even more than that, like 2012, yeah. 2013 is when I mm-hmm. really started. And I, I assume we met when I first performed at Berlin. I don't know if it was with you or like Greg House booked me and you were there and then yeah. you booked me for a couple of your shows after that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like Shay, like when she was just started doing drag, yeah. she backup dance for me a few times. And like, <gasps> I, I remember I knew Dita like right before she went on Drag Race. Like I was, I was you were her counselor, the, right? <laughs> yeah. I taught her um, uh, in like a, like a gay youth About theater face. program. What? Yeah. Yeah, you did the about face youth theater. Pro- oh my god, this is he wild. was Dita's counselor or whatever. That's yeah, I used to so wild. That. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Meatball? Meatball's like I like Chicago because I get twisted. <laughs> I get very drunk and I love cheesies. Uh, <laughs> Respect. I, I always love the food and I love the nightlife there. Like I like that anytime I'm there, it's like every night there's something going on and it's very interesting and the drag scene there i feel like is i don't want to say advanced but they're like doing different types of drag that i enjoy to watch it's more my scene yeah than any other city i feel so i enjoy that that makes sense every time you come here and perform people are like does she live here we're just like no I wanted to get it all real quick I mean I like Chicago's great but I the reason I moved away from New York pretty much was like how much I hated the winters and yeah. I know that the winter in Chicago is so nightmarish and so much worse oh, yeah I couldn't do it yeah it was still snowing two days ago and I just looked out the window and oh, cried oh my god yeah. No, man. We're, we're doing fine. We're fine. I see, today I was outside and I was like, I'm hot. What? From I, the snow? You give you a leak in your room? I'm kind of afraid because it, but it only happens when it snows because that means that it can't drain and the water just sits on the roof. And yeah. It's driving me insane. But it's so if it's warmer, I'm fine. Like it was like pouring tits yesterday and I was kind of worried, but that's not the issue. But if it freezes and it can't actually drain, that's when it just sits on the roof and I'm worried about getting You're like oh, living Lord. in the shining right now. Yes. I'm terrified. Um, oh God. All right. Um, okay. This is from Marie from France. Uh, from what was France. Uh, what was ev- Pierre Escargo? What was everybody's <laughs> dream career when they were little? And uh, is what you're doing now uh, your new dream career or do you have new ambitions? Croissant. <laughs> uh, Dipper, oui, oui. Did you want to be a <laughs> white rapper wearing a thong at Pride when you were a little girl? And how the what drag. did that look like? <laughs> no. I think were there cornrows? <laughs> <laughs> did you have Caswell on your mood board? <laughs> <laughs> It is so funny. Like, I remember listening to Caswell in college, and then when I first met him, I was sort of, like, scared that he was going to be, like, very mean and, like, not welcome. He's, like... Well, he's always making that face. He's the nicest dude ever. Like, he's, like, such a nice person, which is... It was sort of unexpected for me. But, no, when I was younger, I used to just... 
answer that question with like fireman you know it's like what do you want to be a right. fireman and then in like middle school i was like i'm gonna be an actor but then it became clear that that's not for me like acting is not for me and especially like we were talking about doing these like pre-tape recorded like videos for these drag shows and oh, performing for no one i'm like actors have to self-tape all the time like you have to like really think you are amazing in order to like be a successful actor i think and i am such like a collaborative worker that i really do see myself as like a producer and like a live performer (laughs) and so that whole thing sort of morphed i'm really happy with what i'm doing and i'm happy that i get to do a lot of different things uh in my career and it's so funny because like people are like well if you do this this and this you could really sort of like do something in the music industry or like if you want to be a rapper like you should get on rhythm and flow on netflix you should and it's like no like i'm like what i'm doing is what i'm doing yeah and it'll grow if more people see it but like the goal is more about how can i be a part of artistic expression all the way around and not like sign some record deal and like do no one wants to like I'm not something a record label wants. No one's like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, mid thirties balding fat dude will definitely <laughs> like make it pop in the rap game. It's like no. <laughs> so I'm 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 happy that I get to control like what I put out into the world. Yeah, I, I love that. Me, what did yeah. you want to be when you were little? Uh, I always wanted to be a star, baby. <laughs> I'm a star. I'm a star, mama. I I don't know like when I was in junior high I all I ever wanted was to be like on stage in front of people so in that sense I did I am fulfilling that fantasy but I do remember like I don't know sometime around like high school I was watching or it might have been a little bit before but I remember watching Rosie O'Donnell's talk show and being mm-hmm. like that looks so yes fun. like it yeah, was like cartoony same. it was over the top uh she would like the audience was involved and i was like i think i want a talk show and so from that point on that's like all i've ever wanted and i think i kind of get to fulfill that fantasy too when i do my little drag con videos or when i like go places and do interview people like that that was always my goal and so i'm doing it i just want to do it on like a bigger platform now and sure. our podcast <laughs> Oh, and I also have a podcast, I guess, where people listen to me. Um, thinking about that is a talk show and, and doing a, a yeah, but I want the visual aspect because I want to play games with people. But I think we're we're gonna up our format. We're gonna start adding more stuff to it. You, well, you, you, you want to do it at sh- home, but she's throwing koosh balls at the screen. Right I was gonna now. say all she wants to do is throw koosh's at an audience. Um, when I was little, I remember uh, the O.J. Simpson trial was happening, and I was probably about, like, uh, five or six or something, and uh, all the moms would talk about it when they were, like, picking the kids up, because uh, it was like, you know, you don't have, you can't look at your phone, so you just, like, meet up with the other moms in the car park, and you're like, did you see what's happening, you know, and I just remember telling yeah. my mom, like, I want to be like O.J. Simpson, because, like, he's famous, like, He's on TV. Oh, no. Like, everyone's talking about him. Like, that's the kind of fame that I want. <laughs> and my mom had to explain that, like, he's a murderer. Gag. <laughs> so anyways, still working on that one. Baby, you was like, are there any routes to fame that do not involve me killing someone? And the answer <laughs> oh, was no. no. As Tiger King has taught us. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Was that it? <laughs> yeah. This next one. Sure. Uh, Elisa, aka Amigos, at oh from Chicago. Do you have any strategies for working with difficult personalities or boring guests? I do. Hey, did <laughs> we talking about Willem? You fatty. I'm talking about you. Yeah, I mean, I for me, it's a case by case basis. Like basically. Uh, And this I learned in theater school, like you figure out what people respond to and then you you work with them in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, if if someone like really likes attention, then you frame things like, you know what I think a lot of people would like if we did it this way, you know, like you say that there's like a certain amount of manipulation in order to get people to do what they want. And like, I know I will say this. I know that Meeple and I have interviewed boring guests 
on our podcast before, but they won't know that they were boring because we weirdly start to like play games with one another. Like, oh we'll yeah, say, we'll say inside jokes in the middle of a sentence that they don't know, but that me and people will be cracking up about, or like, yeah, you know, like you have to make it fun. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing your job correctly, I mean, it should. Uh, it shouldn't really matter who your guest is. Even, I mean, and I've had some real fucking stinkers up on that stage. People who can't even tie two words together and <laughs> it's my job to just talk double, you know? Yeah. yeah. But also, like, one thing I was, I don't know why I just thought about this, but one thing I was thinking about is, like, last year, uh, Shangela did the show. Uh, she did uh, the viewing party. And, like, if Shangela's on my stage, like, cart watch like whatever yeah. shangela wants shangela gets and like mm-hmm. the comments um in the video were like yo she just stole a t-rex's show from her damn girl why aren't you talking and i was like if someone who's a good you know talker wants to have the mic yeah yo it's not my job to interject like when shangela's there when certain people are there when trixie's there my job is easy and i sit yeah. back right. seat and you let them talk and you don't talk over them because that's not what your job is like shangela wants to have shangela's show Girl, she could talk to her. She could talk to the wall about the chair for a fucking hour, <laughs> and, and it'll be it'll be entertaining. Why not? You know. So I don't know. I don't know if you know what I mean. So yeah. I don't know. To I me, think it's always, the, go ahead. I think one of the hardest things is when a guest like you have to pull a lot of information out of them. So mm-hmm. like, I think something that I do often as I just start like asking them three or four questions in a row, like stating a, a thing, just being like, if any, if, if you want to grab onto any one of these questions, please start answering. Right. And if that doesn't work, then I like try to become their best friend in the moment and be like, what was it like growing up this way? Like just a fact about them and frame it. So it seems interesting because like no one doesn't like to talk about themselves, but you just have to be interested in what they want to talk about. Yeah, and that's how I deal with that. Meatball's also good at um, just randomly interjecting like a quick comment, like "Do you like fisting?" or "Are you proud of yourself?" Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I asked one person one time, like, "There's where I was like, do you think your mom's proud of where you're at?" Yeah, right exactly. Now? <laughs> and that wow. always shakes things up. You know? Yeah, I like to catch people off guard. Catch me off guard. So I full disclosure, I accidentally exited out of the video app and couldn't hear anything. And then I came back in and literally the first word I heard was fisting. And I was like, okay, good. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, wait, can I, can I say the thing that I said I wanted to read? as, As we were setting this up, I got a message from a friend of mine who I occasionally fist. Oh, sure. As friends are one to do. Yeah. He messaged me and he was like, um, he was like, I'm going crazy. And I was like, yeah, we all are. It's really tough. He was like, if you have any friends that want to show, let me know. That's how bored I am. He's like doing toy shows on webcam. Cause he's so like, all he wants is a fist up his butt. And that's the one thing he cannot get right now. Like, he's like, I've used all my toys. Like he's like, so <laughs> over it. And he's like, literally tell your friends um i'm happy to like like give over uh give a show and send out a link he's like my butt is plugged as we speak so you're advertising on the podcast this is perfect for him yeah exactly and then he loves when i talk about him publicly (laughs) he's always like did you tell people i'm a nasty whore i'm like okay oh my god that's so romantic so yeah dm me if you want to watch a fisting show yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, you guys, um, my mom listens and she's really proud of me. Oh, oh no. Uh, what about oh, no. uh, <laughs> What about strategies for like difficult guests or people who are combative or like not only will they not open up but they're almost like on edge about it? Like you ask them questions and they're like which is truly the most bizarre thing to me when my job is to ask you questions and your answer is uh or like no. I feel like usually that's when people are scared. Like they're afraid that they'll say something or sound stupid or won't sound cool. So like making them feel more comfortable about just like chatting, like if they're comfortable with you, then they'll be comfortable talking on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a combative guest. We've had a guest who, I don't know, said a lot of stuff and then 
like started fighting us afterwards thinking that we were like the combativeness came after like they like I don't know what happened, oh but my later God. I remember. I was this. getting like text messages about how will you I'm mouth not, it. Not will a you re- mouth it, real- Jimmy? You oh, yeah. have to... oh, that checks out. <laughs> I was getting a lot of three AM texts about it, and I was like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I'm a fake friend, and I was using you. I whoa! It was like so <laughs> crazy. I will tell you a I will tell you a separate story about the same person that involves the same type of paranoid behavior. I will tell you a similar story. Okay. It's a paranoid behavior that can only come from one thing. A cocaine. A cocaine. Lord. Yeah, I also think like Don't something do that we've kids. done is repeat back to them like, so was that a fun experience? And they go, yeah. And then we go like, yeah, that's it? That's all you got to say about that? Like, come yeah. on. You know, you have to like call it out and try to make people feel not so um, threatened. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, see? Great. Things are great. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm gonna jump past that one because we already kind of talk to uh-huh. music uh and then i'm gonna start <laughs> talk to musicals how many musical questions did we get <laughs> i'm gonna we got a lot of questions um i'm gonna do this one okay the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. linux okay okay this is from uh linux from nz which i'm assuming means new zealand uh yeah, it says, new zealand yeah, oh, one yeah. can only hope oh they're so great down I there. Think I my baby that's oh, not no. new zealand um what? okay it says Wait, what? i it says, I restarted drag a few weeks ago after moving back to my hometown. I haven't done drag since 2017 and have recently returned to my home bar, and I have noticed a bit of animosity towards me from the other girls, some of which I was friends with even after I left, but they all hate, wait, but they all hate or are choosing not to associate with me. I didn't have any expectations coming back, but didn't expect to be treated like this. Any ideas on how to deal with this situation or attempt to mend things? I would say don't write into a podcast and put your business in public because now they're just going to resent you. Every once in a while, we get one like a question that is clearly has like an iceberg of information underneath it. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm like, this feels like yeah. a whole story that like, I need a lot more context in order to truly help you with. But I mean, maybe threatened because, you know, they're established now and you're just popping in and you have to like earn your place. I don't know. I think just, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but they're, they're going to be how they're going to be. Honestly, I can say about it with that much information. I would say don't talk about it publicly and don't go super. Don't put it on Facebook because then you're just right. Don't put it on. Yeah. And also, if you feel that way, I don't know. Just like maybe walk around. Like I don't know. If you feel I, I would just be like, whatever. Fuck these bitches. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> Who cares? Like what? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta always, just put out your good work. I don't know. Like, I always think when I hear people like who have that kind of drama, I'm like, it's exactly like you were saying, Lucky, like there's some other shit that you've left out of this question. Like you were probably shady as fuck. And that's why they're thinking that about you. Because in my mind, I'm like, if you are just like a positive person and put things out into the world and like you're good at working, then like that's most for the most part, we're going to come back your way. So maybe do a little inventory and double check your behavior with them. And if you did something fucked up that maybe is causing them to react that way, apologize for it. Listen, yeah. sometimes the problem is you. You need to get that as a bumper sticker, people, because for other people, because it's never me. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so other people and know that it might be them. <laughs> right. And if there's anybody in that circle that you trust still. If, which again, if you're, there's nobody in that circle that you trust, then maybe there's a specific problem, but like somebody that's adjacent who knows the business, just be like, yo, do you know what's up with this? And if they're just like, I don't know, everything's fine. Then there's nothing you can do and just keep your head down and be kind and do good work. T. 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 T of the pod. T of the pod. T the pod. All right. You got the next one. I think this one's yeah, the final one. Cause I got to wrap it up. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to get going for your show, Dave. 
Um, it must be nice fucking... that. Like she's like, I gotta run to the living room. So I'm not really sure what this name section is at the end, but in the question they say their name is Unbookable Susan, and they're from Pittsburgh. So this is Unbookable Susan's question. Love you all so much. Deep tea in the bag. Deep sloppy little fuck. Thank you for making me say that on the podcast. Thank you for, you know, I'm just going to, somebody repeat that over and over again and sample it for me. I'm curious. I'm curious about how you guys maneuver slash view body hair as part of your performance. I feel like you all range the gambit on this one. Um, I'm a baby queen in Pittsburgh who likes being hairy and just wondered how y'all navigate it. Love you all so much. I once met Nicole Byer and I just looked at her and yelled, I love meatball. And she yelled, me too. (laughs) More on women in queer spaces and how gay men can be less active trash. That was like a whole journey right there. Damn. Um, um, body um, hair. Talk about body, body hair. hair. It. I. So, when I'm in drag, I forget that I'm hairy. So that's <laughs> how I navigate it. Delusion. Did you ever shave? Did you ever shave your body hair? I did yeah. used to shave my chest. I did. I used to shave my whole upper body, but it was always weird because I would shave just what was visible. <laughs> so oh my god! I, have I a do big that. You. Yeah. The but then I was. Uh, but I'm so hairy that it looks <laughs> so insane. <laughs> So I just stopped doing it and I was just like, whatever, like maybe eventually one day I'll shave. I don't know. But right now I I don't see it. So it doesn't matter in my fantasy. Well, and it's part of your gig. Like, I feel like anyone going to your show, that's their biggest complaint is that you didn't shave your chest. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like body hair is not part of my illusion, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it is what I do. <laughs> Body hair is a part drag of my is, show. Drag is what I do. <laughs> Harry is what I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I just, I keep it hairy all the time. The, the one thing I have to shave is my neck. I just do this under my beard. Mm-hmm. Just so that it doesn't connect to the chest. Just so, because my hair would go... Literally from basically like from my eyebrows <laughs> over my head, down my back, <laughs> up my front, connect over my neck to the beard, and then the only thing would be visible is I have eyes. I have Just very sparse body hair, but my dad was like full Robin Williams Harry to the yeah. To the, like, oh, he, was, yeah. he was like completely bald by the time he was like twenty-three or something, but he had so much body hair that he would always have shampoo in the shower because he would, before he like used um, like soap, he would shampoo his body hair. Like that's how it would go. Oh my God. You gotta take care of it. He even had hairs coming out of his nose. Like the tip of his nose. Damn. But this is the the thing you just said, Dip, about like you have to take care of it. That's the only answer to this question for me is like as long as you are groomed in some way yeah. and you lo- it yeah. looks intentional, then it's yeah. fine. Put some oils in your beard, make sure you yeah. smell nice. Yeah. Get it soft, get it smooth, or whatever you need. Just you I know, don't, shower I don't like maybe. When those pubes are like full, like, oh, I can't do a full long pubes. I do trim my pubis. I need those. I didn't want to know. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Um, well, Thank I you. I hate to be a, 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 a party pooper, and I know it's not been that long, but I have to go do this goddamn drag show. Yeah, you Live do. your fantasy, Diva. You're okay. keeping the, the drag economy alive in Chicago. You truly are. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I, I do want to thank you for posting every, like, it's, I, I think it's a great thing that you're posting everyone's Venmos on your stories and stuff. Right, and, and the like bar staff, everyone. like that's... Yeah, like even the... I wasn't even thinking of the security staff at like my local bar, and then I was like, oh, yeah, like they're it's out hot. too. Yeah, Everybody's like out it's of just work. terrible. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, we all got to do what we can because uh, everyone's fucking hurting right now. So Right, and it's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah. Honey. we got to hunker down this morning. The fucking president was like, yeah, we're going to get back to work. We're going to start like no. letting people out by county. I was like, what God is damn crocodile doing? Yeah. Wow. I, it, I don't know if it's lately, but I'm really starting to question his leadership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think America's going to end up getting great again by the end of this. The same, the same for us. 
Wow. Oh, Sounds like you're not a fan, huh? Wow. I'm, I'm still on the fence, but not so much lately. Um, where can people find you online, and what do you have coming up that we should look out for? Uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be in the Drag Net. I am Ooh. Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Spiciest Meatball on Venmo and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And that's literally all I got going on so far. That's something. Uh, when does this come out? This should come out Monday if there's not giant technical issues with it and then it just never comes out. But hopefully. Same no, I love that. Um, I'm going to be a part of Kat Sass's live stream. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the goddess uh, crew. The, the lineup is sickening. And then I'm also going to do Bitches Digital Drag Show as well. Yeah, uh, This so coming fun. week. Um, and then I plan to do a lot of like sitting at home. And uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Big Dipper Jelly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a lag, and I'm just like, oh. okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> You're like, okay, thank Great. you for answering the question we Good asked. Good for you. <laughs> um, I am uh, T-Rex in Chicago on all social media. Every Saturday, Drag Matinee. Uh, Drag Matinette is on the Drag Matinee Instagram page. Um, we're going to, uh, right now we have all Chicago people, and we're going to start branching out and uh, make it more like a regular show and have special guests from everywhere, but also plug lots of uh, local faves. Right now, I don't know what's going on with Roscoe's and the viewing parties, but I'm doing those from uh, my Instagram Live when they're happening during the commercial breaks. Uh everything's still up in the air and god knows i will tell you as soon as we have clear information Ding. what about you bum, bum, bum. i am lucky.stiff on instagram i am lucky stiff too that's the number two on twitter um and i am also going to be in drag matinette is that next week yeah next saturday um and oh yeah you're, you're i am the, are you in the same one are we together? Me. I'm on the fourth, I think. Yeah, Me you're too. on the fourth. Yes. Yay. Yay. Me and, you know, we won't physically be there, but I'll enjoy performing before or after you. The energy will still be there, baby. <laughs> We're also physically going to be in a basement. We're kicking. Uh, Thursday, I'm doing Moans, which is a regular girls, all trans uh, digital drag show. And then I'll also be on Instagram, on her Instagram. And uh, I think I'm in a, you know, the hotel room show that I did, T, that was like three yeah. hours long or whatever. It was an hour per person. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it digitally. Wow. From, uh, from my bedroom. Do so it. I'll Fuck do yeah. that. Yeah. So all right, stay well. tuned. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, oh, and our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> called Sloppy Seconds with the podcast. In this podcast. And uh, this this weekend we'll have uh, Varla Jean Merman on our or, uh, this nice. coming Friday. Um, so, anyways, yeah, if you don't listen, check it out. It's called Sloppy Seconds. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. And I've uh I I kind of like go in and out of podcasts. I'll, like I'll listen to one podcast for like a month and then go back and I've just like kind of jumped back on y'all's train because I feel like I hear the same voices over and over and I go fucking insane. Um yes. including listening to my own podcast. Um but uh yeah, you guys has been great lately. So um Thanks. well thank thank you for joining us. Um I'm excited to see you in a week, Meatball. Yes, Diva. I'll be doing Yay. Defying Gravity. I hope no one else takes it. <laughs> All right. Thank well, God. It's time that we say goodbye. Grab your cheese, shame your knees, eat your peas. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. It's the tea.